1: Welcome back to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. I'm your host, Nita Valens, and we are taking your calls at one 870 5752 And you can go on the website and see videos of what Dr. Darrow is teaching you today. That site is www.jointrehab.com. That's www.jointrehab.com. We're talking right now with Paul in Camarillo.
2: So a couple things to go over, number... One is we have another show, 2 o'clock on Sundays on KRLA. That's 870. And to get to my office, you can write this number down. It's 800 Leave a message if Julia is busy. And uh, what other announcements do we have? Anything else?
1: Uh,
0: no, that's uh, all I needed to know, doctor. Thank no, you. No, no,
2: I have more information for you, my friend. You're, you're Paul, you s- right? You stay
1: with us, Paul. Yes. We're Are
2: you, you're with us, right? Yes. Okay, good. I just want to reiterate uh, your story to help uh, weave in what we're doing here. We've just finished the first half hour of Living Pain-Free. It's a radio show weekly on Saturdays and Sundays. And uh, what we do is teach people how to regenerate their tissue uh, using uh, platelet-rich plasma, which is from blood taken from the arm, spun, and then the platelets are harvested, injected, And for the more complex cases, we use bone marrow, which we take from the pelvis in the back, not the hip. And we also spin that, harvest it, and then inject that. Both of those treatments are about half-hour treatments. And in your case, you have a medial and lateral flap tear of the meniscus in your which knee? Uh, Right knee. Okay, in your right knee. And it's been there, the pain's been there for about a year?
0: That's correct.
2: Your idea is that, that those flaps are causing you pain down the leg from your knee. And my idea is that those flaps may have been there for an awful long time and have nothing to do with your pain. Now, either of us can be right or wrong. It doesn't really matter because these regenerative techniques of regrowing tissue usually get rid of the kind of pain you have with or without uh, meniscal flaps. So uh, a question people say ask is, well... Uh, What happens if I just get the arthroscopic surgery and have the flaps cut out? Not that easy. And uh, when we get these surgeries, we end up typically with immediate arthritis because the bones have less cushion and they get closer together. And I've seen some terrible cases of that, one of which was in my shoulder uh, when I was doing orthopedic surgery and I begged my boss to get me in quick to fix my shoulder because I had a little break of time and uh, it was a complete failure it wasn't his fault i don't blame surgeons ever it just didn't work out right and my arm was very swollen with fluid and um, it took about a year for it to quiet down then i learned about regenerative medicine and i had you know i'm going to have what i'm going to call a miracle take place because this is not common um, i injected my own shoulder and in the evening and the next morning i woke up and it was completely pain-free it was pain-free for about 12 years thereafter until I injured it again, and then I reinjected myself, and I'm fine now. So, I don't tell people to go do things that are invasive. That's just me. I'm not telling you you should listen to me. And as a matter of fact, I usually send people to orthopedic surgeons to get their opinion also. It's up to the patient to decide. They need informed consent as to their decision on what they're going to do. And if they want to get a surgery, God bless them. That's what they should do. But it's not something I send people for. If there are, there are certain cases, I've had a couple of uh, spinal cord injuries in the last few years. Two women, I have sent them for spinal surgery that was to keep them from being paralyzed. But these elective procedures, and please understand what elective means. That means you elect whether or not to have them. I don't think should be done. Sorry, that's just my point of view. So... For you, we don't know if the flaps are causing the problem. Patients don't like to get MRIs done after their treatment when they feel better because they just say, why should I go do that when I already feel better? So do I know if the flaps went away? No, I don't know if they healed. That was your question, wasn't it, Paul?
0: Yes, that's correct.
2: Yeah, so I don't know the answer to that. But honestly, I don't care. Well, a
0: conservative step forward would be the prolotherapy injections to see what would take place after that.
2: Well, when we say prolotherapy, prolotherapy comes from the word proliferate, meaning to stimulate new tissue in this case. And we don't usually do prolotherapy anymore. I've done that for 18 years since I started this. And we find the new technology of using PRP, which is platelet-rich plasma or stem cells in the more severe cases, is much more effective. I mean, it's so much quicker, so many less treatments that I just don't recommend Prolo. If someone comes in and says, well, you did Prolo on me before and it worked great, would you do it again? I'm always going to say, well, of course I would do it again if that's what you want. I'm your technician. You're the boss. I'll do what you tell me to, and I recommend that you don't do it. And some people say, well, I still want to do that, and I do it. So prolo is not done very much anymore. Make sense? Yes, it does. It's just not as strong. It doesn't proliferate tissue as quickly or as much.
0: Okay. Well, I can call your office and make an appointment to come in.
2: Yeah, that's 800-300-9300.
0: Very good. Thank you very much, doctor.
2: Paul, God bless you, and I appreciate your call. It's been, I think, very educating for a lot of people.
1: Thank you, Paul.
2: Thank you. Bye-bye. Take good
1: care. I'm looking for your call at 1 866 870 5752. 1 866 870 5752. You get a free book on prolotherapy, a free booklet on age management medicine, and a free ebook on the latest treatments Dr. Darrow was just talking about, which are stem cell and PRP, known as platelet rich plasma one 870 Don't wait till the last minute. We have lines open for you right now.
2: I can tell this is going to be one of those days.
1: Well, I bet you have an email for me.
2: You bet. So I started one at the beginning of the show. Yes. And it was, I just had surgery a few weeks ago. I had torn my labrum and have now had it repaired. I was curious if prolotherapy would benefit me in my rehab and recovery. So the answer to that is many answers like everything else. And of course it would help stimulate more tissue regrowth. I don't generally start um, regenerative medicine of PRP or prolo or stem cells during the um, recent recovery period from a surgery because I want to see how it does. We don't want to do medicine when it's not needed of anything. So we want to make sure it's reasonable and necessary. Those are the terms I like to use. So I like to just wait and see if a person gets better on their own. Uh, Typically, if a person's not better at six or eight weeks, then I would consider doing it. If I was pushed and someone said, I'm a high-level athlete, I need to be back on the field immediately, then, of course, I would start doing treatment right away to help regrow some of the treatment or some of the tissue. Um, And, you know, that's up to the person. Uh, But most people, I'd say, chill kick back um, if the surgery is going to work usually by six or eight weeks you're going to know and if it doesn't feel better by then it might be a good time to consider getting platelet-rich plasma or stem cell therapy as an adjunct
1: all righty so we have phone calls coming in again we have julianne in riverside welcome julianne
2: julianne can you hear us Hi. Yes, yeah I hear you. good it's dr mark darrow and you mentioned to the call screener that um uh, Your left shoulder is bothering you. Can you tell us how long it's been there?
3: Um, Well, I just had surgery in February, and I have yet to see my doctor. He's kind of like abandoned me, so I've not done too much therapy other than going on the Internet and doing what uh, the Internet tells me. And so I'm having some pain still and stiffness, and I can't really... My range of motion is limited and
2: okay so this was this was how long ago how many months ago
3: I had surgery February 27th
2: okay so we're talking about um, five months ago four months ago something like that okay so you don't feel better after the surgery no I feel
3: actually worse
2: okay now that's not uncommon so I want people to know that and I'm so glad you called because people don't believe they can get worse after a surgery they go, no, yeah. the surgeon told me it's going to get better, and that's why I did it. Right. I so, had
3: one doctor tell me that he needed to go in and cut and fix it one time, but they did the arthroscopic, and I was reluctant, but since it's a work injury, they okayed this one, and I was in so much pain I needed to get something done because I had already had neck surgery.
2: Oh, so, boy.
3: Yeah, and I still need back surgery,
2: so okay. I'll come Well, one, to one thing I'm, I want to tell you, that word need, I'd really reconsider what that means.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm terrified now to have another surgery. And, yeah. you know,
2: there are some people that don't heal from surgery. There, yeah. um, There's a test we used to do when I was a young doc, and I don't know why it's not done anymore, and it's called the MMPI, the Minnesota Multiphasic Personality Inventory, and Nita, being a psychoanalyst, knows all about that. Anyway, mm-hmm. surgeons used to do that test on people because there's certain people that somaticize their pain. That means that uh, people that have emotional issues or pain issues, uh, they put it into the body more than into the emotions. And those kind of people don't do well with surgery. And
3: um, Well, I didn't have any problems before, and I have a twin sister that's actually perfectly fine, so...
2: Okay, but again, listen to what I'm saying. Okay. So you may be that person that gets a lot of surgeries and they don't do any good. So I would stay away from that and um, do something a little more conservative, which is regenerative medicine. At least you got to find out if you're a candidate. And yeah, I've never
3: uh, heard of that before. I turned. Well, that's the, turned the problem. I mean, it's
2: you're going to read about cool. it in the newspaper quite a bit with athletes. They're getting it done instead of surgery now. But it hasn't quite filtered out to the general public quite as much. Because yeah.
3: Yeah, uh, I asked my doctors, is there anything holistically that I can do, but everybody doesn't have any answers.
2: Well, because doctors oh. who are surgeons cannot possibly believe that this can work. And that's too bad because it, it works is. on almost every one of my patients. Wow. It doesn't work that's- on everybody, of course. And a lot of people are going to quit before they get better. It doesn't take one treatment. It usually takes more. So, right. How you know,
3: do I do some research and argue? I would just start
2: of- at my website, which is www.jointrehab.com, and that'll give you oodles and oodles of information, videos on the procedures. And once you read about that, you can just go to Google and learn more about how other doctors do it and uh, see what the state of um, the public's opinion is on it and doctors' opinion and all that, so you can get educated. Perfect.
3: Perfect. I sure appreciate your help.
2: Yeah, I'd be very Very, careful. Being in the work comp system is a system that generally leads people to surgery.
3: Oh, it's it's horrific! It's it's been a nightmare. I couldn't even tell you because I have been healthy all my life, never have had any surgeries, never any broken bones, and then I get hurt on the job, and bam, and I'm a mess.
2: Well, there's there's good, Juliana. There's there's good hope. You know what hope means?
3: Oh, I definitely have hope. Okay,
2: there's good hope.
3: If the Lord wasn't with me, I I probably would have, God knows what.
2: Okay, the point is there is good hope from what you're telling me that you can heal that shoulder using platelet-rich plasma. Right. Is that registering as a possibility for you? Definitely. Okay, then go look it up and figure it out and see. And then go to someone who does that And uh, check it out and see if you're a candidate. You probably are. See, my point of view on surgery is um, after the surgery, get ready to see me because tissue is removed in most cases, not always, but usually removed. And our job is to regrow the tissue again and bring that joint or ligament tendon back to pre-injury state. Right. But the point is, why do the surgery first?
3: Yeah, I wish I hadn't talked to you before, believe me.
2: Well, listen, I may have saved you from a back surgery and another shoulder surgery.
3: Definitely. Definitely. Well, I definitely thank you with my whole heart, and we'll go on your website and do some research. And Thanks,
2: appreciate that. I
3: can definitely... I want, to,
2: I want to talk for a second about someone who came in yesterday into the office. Okay. And they had a herniated disc and spinal stenosis getting ready for surgery. And I touched their back, which takes me, you know, literally one minute or less. And I said, you don't need surgery. This is a sprain of the ligaments that's causing your pain. It has zero to do what's deep in your back and the MRI shows. And they were like, what do you mean? I've been to three surgeons who said I need to have back surgery. Sure, you need to have back surgery if you want to fix your MRI. I'm not into fixing MRIs. I'm into getting people's pain gone
3: exactly that's what i'm looking for
2: now if someone has a ligament sprain in the low back and i hope that's what you have versus something that actually needs surgery
3: well they said that i have a disc yeah i don't
2: care about what they say i mean it's just ridiculous (laughs) yeah
3: um i'm I'm with you (laughs) you might
2: i mean that might be the problem do you have pain down your legs or pain in the back
3: uh both okay uh pain going down my left leg
2: Okay. What's what's worse, the leg pain or the back pain? The back. Okay, then there's a good chance that it's a ligament sprain. There may also be another issue, which is the herniated disc, but you might fix the back and go, I don't care about the leg, it's not that bad. Anyway, there's a lot of combinations of what goes on with people and their pain, and you need someone that knows both sides of the fence, not just one side.
3: Besides passing you bottle of pills...
2: Well, pills are not the answer, and they actually give you more pain. So I would stay away from any kind of narcotics.
4: Okie dokie. Okay, thank you. If you're on them,
2: I'm going to tell you, if you come in as my patient, I'm going to wean you off of those.
3: Oh, believe me. (laughs) I'm I'm not pill popper by any means and never have been. All right, good,
2: because too many people are. And when we wean them slowly off their pills, their pain can go away.
3: I've seen so many too close to home, and it's it's so bothersome. I, I I refuse, and I'm a single mother, so I refuse to let my daughter ever see me in that state, and or myself. So the doctors give them to me, and I just say, "Well, thank you, but doesn't mean I'm going to take them."
2: Yeah, good for you. Okay,
1: well, thank you so much, Julianne. We appreciate your call and. I'm so glad that there's so many options for her, Doctor Darrow. That's so great Well, so, there's good
2: possibilities. We don't know until we get there and check it out.
1: Yes, yeah, so that's terrific. I'm looking for your call at one eight six six eight seven zero five seven five two and we're going to Claudia in Los Angeles.
2: Hello, Claudia. Which knee bothers you?
1: Yes, yeah, hi. How are you?
2: I'm good. It's Doctor Mark Darrow hey. here.
1: Great. Hey, hi. Yeah, um,
4: I actually, okay, I want to go back Uh, a couple of years ago. I started on a regimen of just uh, walking regularly. Wait, wait, we're
2: not going to do that. We're going to do it the other way around. What's wrong with you today?
4: Okay, well, I was trying to lead up to that. I I know,
2: but I don't want you to because I'm going to get confused. No
4: problem. I'm here to do whatever needed. (laughs) Yeah,
2: what's up right now?
4: Okay, all right. Right now, I've been having um, some athletic pain in the knees, Um, uh, pain down the right leg. And uh and a lot of the pain happens when I when I get up in the morning. So just wanted to get an idea.
2: Okay, where does the pain start?
4: Um calf area going upward.
2: Does it go into your knee?
4: To the to the knee and thigh area, yeah.
2: Okay. Um well, a little bit complex for me to even pontificate about at this point. Because that's a big area, and there could be wow. so many different issues going on. Mm-hmm. If you said you just had knee pain, it makes it a lot simpler. Right. But, but if it's your calf that hurts, how long has the calf been hurting for?
4: Uh, it's, been a, it's been a couple of months at least, two, three okay. months. Have you seen a doctor had, for this yet? I did. They, t- they took some uh, uh, x-ray, and they said he had um, inner uh, arthritic. Um, you said
2: the bone and the knee is rubbing together. Okay, so -hmm. you have some degenerative Mm -hmm. joint disease. The cartilage is worn down in your knee, Mm -hmm. and uh, that's something that that regenerative medicine can usually help with to get rid of that pain. It is possible that that is generating the pain down your leg and up the leg, but I would have to touch those areas to find out. So one thing that always concerns me is when a person has calf pain, that it's not coming from a deep venous thrombosis. So I'm going to put that out. Okay. That You need to tell your doctor to check that right away. That's That can be a medical emergency because if it's a blood clot down there, mm-hmm. that can break off and go into your brain or into your lungs and kill you. And okay. I hate to say that on the radio, and I don't want to freak you out, but right. I don't know if your doctor checked you for that, and I have no idea, not being your doctor, what's going on with you. But I have to give that I don't like doing it on the radio. But when someone okay. talks about that, I have to say it, then it's mm-hmm. up to you. Do you want to go to urgent care today?
4: Um, I don't feel any pain right
2: now. Okay, that means no, I don't <laughs> want to go. I'm putting it out. You may have a dangerous condition.
4: Okay. I'm okay. Sure. Yeah.
2: okay? I'm assuming, yeah, be, I'm assuming and I don't like to assume anything, but I'm assuming if you went to your doc and you told okay. him you were having calf pain mm-hmm. he did an ultrasound to find out whether or not there was a clot. Right, they checked me
4: before and they, they didn't see
2: any clots. Oh, okay, well that's good.
4: Mm-hmm. Good.
2: Oh, so that's handled. From what you're yeah. telling me that's handled. Well, anyway, okay. I would have to examine you um, mm-hmm. to tell you what's going on. Okay. Arthritis can uh, you know it can generate pain upwards or downwards from the joint mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that hopefully is what's going on because the arthritis pain can be helped
4: okay well, did suggest, um, can you speak also?
2: a little bit louder or a little fuzzy oh I'm
4: sorry That's can you hear better. me better
2: yeah perfect yes.
4: okay yeah he, he, he suggests also for me to um, take uh, what is it glucosamine also yeah I would chondroitin
2: yeah there's a lot of studies on that that show that can help quite a bit mm-hmm. it doesn't hurt
4: yeah. right exactly <laughs> okay well, I appreciate the...
2: Let me uh, ask you a couple things. How tall are you, Claudia? Five
4: four. And how much do you weigh? Um, around a 200 range.
2: Okay. You knew I was going to hit that one, right? <laughs> yeah. You're causing your own knee arthritis. Mm-hmm. And you're causing your, your own leg pain. So don't go to a doctor to say, give me a magic wand when you got to do the work.
4: Right, I understand There that. is
2: nobody who's 5'4", 200 pounds who's going to feel great. That's true. So I'm not berating you, but I'm just being realistic here. You've got to do your end of the bargain. Mm-hmm. Now, we have a great diet program at our office. It's called Ideal Protein, and Nicole runs that. The average person loses about 17 pounds a month, and uh, people go, I don't want to do that. Well, then enjoy your pain and misery. They say for every pound you can get off your tummy, four pounds are off your knee. That's a lot. So if you lost, you're going to have to lose, you know, another 60 pounds maybe, right? Right. And then how do you think your knee's going to feel?
4: Oh, I'm sure it'll be a difference.
2: Yeah, it's going to be a huge difference. Think about putting 60 pounds of bricks on your back, carrying it around. How do you think your knees are going to feel?
4: It's not going to be good. (laughs) No.
2: And I'm glad that you're able to smile about this, too, because I know it's not easy. Um, I'm a pretty skinny guy, and I have to really work at it to stay thin. So we all have to work on it. We're, we live in a society of plenty, and uh, there's too much sugar around. There's too much grains. We all want that burst of energy. But the problem is once we eat something that's high glycemic like that, it jumps our insulin up, and when our insulin is up, we store fat. So the goal is to get your insulin down very low, and then your body eats the fat, and it goes away very, very quickly.
4: Okay, and you said the plan, what's the name of the plan again?
2: You just call our office and say you're interested in the diet program. It's called Ideal Protein. Okay. It's 800 300 You can call right now if you like. Okay. So-
1: Okay, thank you so much. Nita Valens,
2: before you start off, I want to thank you. You are the greatest host on the planet.
1: Why, thank you so much. Thank you, Dr. Darrow. Thank you, Alex and Suzette in production. Thank you all for listening and participating. And if we miss your call, go to the website, www.jointrehab.com. Also, grab a pen and pencil or pencil. We have some information to give to you right now, and we'll see you next time.
0: You've been listening to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. Now that you've heard Dr. Darrow, you can schedule an appointment to talk with him in person by calling his office anytime at 800 300 800 or go online to www.jointrehab.com. Again, the website is jointrehab.com. You can also listen to a repeat airing of today's program this Sunday afternoon at 2 on AM 870, The Answer. Remember, to take the first step toward a pain-free life, schedule an appointment by calling 1-800-300-9300. 800-300-9300. Live long and pain-free. Thanks for joining us today. Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrell was sponsored by the Darrell Wellness Institute. This is Larry Marino on behalf of Move America Forward. They were just trying.